My name is Michael, and you're listening to the GR Flooring Podcast. All right, Michael here with GR Flooring. I'm here with uh, Curtis from Ceratech. Hello, Curtis. Yep. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here live in front of our 157,000 uh, viewers. Um, so I just want to talk to you about tile. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Darn it, I was hoping you had a better response out of that. That's <laughs> anyway, like I said, the big thing is she's going to edit play with the Yeah. Edit, so. No, that's fine. So. Curtis, tell me, how long have you been in, in tile? Uh, I've been in the industry for about three and a half years. Mm -hmm. So not a long time, but with a couple companies. So I've got some good background there. Right. Yep. Good. Excellent. So what are the things you find great about Ceratech versus maybe some of the other, the other companies out there? Uh, I find our supply chain is pretty reliable, right. which is a huge thing when it comes to getting your product on time uh, correct. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one subtle difference. Mm -hmm. um, I would say selection is something that we're constantly looking to improve. Right. And I think we're a little unique in some ways in that our owner actually takes an active hand in uh, developing product. So oh, really? Goes, so actually choosing what goes to the mills, chooses the, the, the uh, clay body that, that gets produced, mm -hmm. all the colors, a lot of those are, are done that way. Um, several of our series, especially in the floor tiles, are all developed by him. So mm -hmm. they're unique. So that's another feature. Excellent. Yeah, one yeah. of the things I've always loved. So my understanding is most of your products are actually stocked in Winnipeg, right? Uh, yep. We have distribution centers in several places. We right. have Calgary and Winnipeg would be the two closest ones, but uh, Winnipeg serves into Regina market. So, and I actually was working actually just this last weekend here with one of uh, one of our designers, just going through some different things and doing some different selections. Yeah. And some of the looks that you guys have, and realistically, the, the pricing for it is just. Yep. Actually, a little mind-boggling compared to some of the other. And don't yep. get me wrong, we great, great products out there for everybody, right? But yep. um, just really some beautiful looks for, for some of the numbers. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So here's one question, <laughs> and it's not on the list. Okay. Um, ceramic tile versus porcelain tile. Okay. Can you tell me what the difference is? Okay. Uh, the difference is partly in the composition of the clay body. Okay. They both use clay. Um, but with a porcelain tile, they'll also mix in finer ground sand, other products, which gives it a little more dense body. Okay. Um, when it's more dense, it doesn't retain as much water, and it's also heated uh, a little bit higher temperatures than a porcelain tile would be. So again, you're cutting down on that water absorption, mm -hmm. um, which is, is the key difference between the two. Uh, a ceramic tile can be used in some cases on floors, but it wouldn't be a, something you'd want to use in a high traffic area. Right. You'd maybe want to use it in a bathroom in some cases, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a small hallway that doesn't get a lot of traffic, whereas a porcelain you can use pretty much anywhere. Right. Uh, ceramics we would also recommend in a lot of cases for walls, uh, whereas a porcelain you can do floors, walls, ceilings, wherever you want basically. Right. Yeah. You know, one of the things we always say, I call it the soup can test, right? If yeah. you drop a soup can on your kitchen floor and the tile shatters, that's ceramic. Yeah. If the tile, if, sorry, if the can falls yeah. on there and just busts the can up, that's porcelain. Yeah. So nice and strong. So I guess just a personal question, is it felspar being added to it? Uh, it could be one, one of the things that gets added. It, it really depends on the tile right. that, that they're making. Um, I know we definitely use clay, bo clay body and some sands. Mm -hmm. In some cases, we may, may use a feldspar. So, cool. Yeah. I know one of the big things. So, how would one know if the tile that they're looking at is porcelain or ceramic? A uh, simple test you could do on your own if you're not sure is a small water test. So, what you do is take a little bit of water, just beat a little bit up on there, mm -hmm. 
and leave it for maybe 15, 20 minutes and okay. see what happens. If it starts to absorb within the first few minutes or even within the first half hour, most likely you've got a ceramic. Uh, if it stays beaded up and really doesn't seem like it's penetrating at all, then you've probably got a porcelain. That is so cool. I've never yeah. heard of that before. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to totally try that next. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, we could talk about some of the new new products we've got coming out. Sure. Um, we've uh, made it, made an effort to improve our floor tile line, but we're really making a focus on wall tiles in the coming year here. So you're going to see a lot of new products like our Super White series, which I don't have here yet, but we are getting in the next week or two. Coming soon. Um, <laughs> It's a 12 by 24 or a 12 by 36 white tile, okay. uh, available in polished or matte finishes. Mm -hmm. uh, again, just a strictly a wall tile, but very reasonably priced retail on it. It's in around the $6 a square foot mark. Right. Um, a variety of patterns. There will be a wavy pattern. There's a uh, angle pattern, which is actually directional. You'd have to order rights and lefts if you want it to look like an arrow running down your wall. Cool. Um, there's also your basic white tile, which you still get a little bit of demand for that. Um, but there's another one called Geometric, which has some 3D effects to it as well, which is a little different than some of the things we've seen out there. So, so that's one I would look at. Um, we've also recently added some diamond shapes, like our Rhombus series. A mm -hmm. um, lot, of, lot of new tiles seem to be trying to find unique shapes, unique sizes. Um, that Rhombus series we have looks great on a wall, but it is actually able to be used on a floor as well. Oh, really? So again, a little bit, a little bit different than some of the others out there. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like some that we were just looking at was in the Gatsby series. Yeah. Like that. that yeah. That's stunning. Like yeah. That is just completely stunning. That and the high polished. Yeah. Of course, porcelain. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. I'm also working on getting you some samples. We have a new terrazzo look tile. Okay. It's called Venice Villa. It's on our website right now. Mm -hmm. um, with that particular tile, we've got the exclusive on it for a couple of years. Uh, what they've actually done is used a process where they embed aggregate chips into the body of the tile itself and then they can do it as a matte or a polished finished tile. Okay. So basically what you're getting is all the features of a true terrazzo tile which traditionally had to be poured in a floor, yeah. very labor intensive, very costly. You're getting it in a 24 by 24 or 24 by 48 tile that you can install anywhere. You can put it around fireplaces, you can put it on walls, put it on floors and it's good up to heavy commercial. So again, that's another exciting one we've got coming out here shortly. Very so, much so. Yeah. What else did you want to ask? Uh, do you see any trends or colors that are coming up for 2020? Okay. That would, that would be some of those, I would think. Uh, the Venice Villa would definitely be one. Uh, Marmi Classici was a higher-end marble tile line. Um, some, some patterns similar to the Gatsby. The Gatsby is kind of built for price and appearance. Uh, the Marmi Classici is a, a higher-end porcelain, um, so it's actually a through-body porcelain as opposed to just a print. Right. Um, so with the through-body, you've actually got the color going all the way through the tile. Uh, so if it were to chip, it would minimize the appearance of it. It takes a lot to chip that tile, though, because <laughs> if it's a through-body porcelain, it's a very hard tile. But so, especially like in commercial-type yeah. situations, yeah. right? So not necessarily somebody's home, but heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy-duty commercial, yeah. life happens. Yeah, Gatsby would be one I would recommend for pretty much any residential application. Mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, you could use it for very light commercial, perhaps. Um, but if you're doing any heavy commercial or high traffic areas, you'd be wanting to look at something like the Marmi Classici. Currently, we have six colors available on that. Uh, we're adding another six this year. 
So again, dramatic looking tiles, lots of different marble looks, uh, lots of different stone looks that they're replicating. Um, but again, beautiful tile, and you can tell just by looking at it, it's a high-end Italian tile. So, yeah. So now you sort of said in there, <clears throat> like the style's coming into to 2020. Mm -hmm. um, are you still finding a lot of the marbles, or is it more yeah. towards the shape? Because what I've been told by some people, some designers, uh, lots of marbles, lots of the wood looks. Yeah. Right, so you'd say that's still accurate? Yeah, for I would say that's accurate. We've actually, our, uh, our owner did develop two new wood looks, and you have to see them to, to really appreciate them. Um, they have a wood grain feel, I would say, but not a traditional wood grain look when you get up close to them. Uh, he spent about a year and a half, two years developing these things. So it's the Flame series and the Privé series. Okay. Uh, larger, larger planks on those. They would be, I believe, eight by forty-eight on those. Wow. So a little larger than some of the other ones out there. Mm -hmm. um, but that one is on our website right now. You can see it in very dramatic look to it. So and unique colors. So again, we're following the trend, but we're trying to stay ahead of the trend a little bit. And, and that's. So. I'm sure this was such a challenge on there because you have to import things in, right? So yeah. the time delays and trying to stay up front, yeah. which was awesome having the owner involved. Yeah, and the nice thing about doing that is because we've been involved in the production all the way through, we actually have very good relationships where we can get stuff produced quickly. Right. And coming through Montreal, which is our main distribution point, um, maybe right now it's maybe not the quickest <laughs> with all the train <laughs> issues we've had, uh, but prior to that we were able to get uh, get product over here in like six to eight weeks on a special order um, and we're always constantly filling our own stock as well. So those would be products we probably stock 10 to 20,000 square feet at any given point in time. So, yep. so Mrs. Joan Backsplash is okay. <laughs> what else? Should we talk about the difference between a shiny and a matte? Just because some customers... Uh, you know what? Actually... <coughs> yep. So we do both a lot of polished tile and a lot of matte tile. Kay. Is there any benefit for like slip resistance? Uh, it, yes, there is. It, it does depend on the tile though. I have run into the odd case where you have a matte finished tile, you put it in a bathroom, get it wet. Mm -hmm. In some cases, it feels slipperier than a polished tile. Right. Uh, it really depends on that, that glaze and how it's produced. Um, in some cases, you can get a polished tile that when you step on it, even if you're a little bit, little bit damp on the bottom of your foot, it'll feel like it's sticking. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's really tough. It's one of those ones you almost have to really dig a little deeper into the slip resistance ratings on the tile right. and see what they're saying, but sometimes it still comes down to feel. It doesn't hurt to ask us for a spare, spare piece of tile. We'll ship you out one, play around with it a little bit, put some water on it, step on it, see what you think before you dive in and do a whole thousand square feet of it. So, <laughs> yeah. You want to turn it back on? Power it off. I think it'll be okay though, because I just want to grab a couple of different angles when yeah, you guys are talking, enough. so I figured yeah. that at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. So just a couple more. Um, now I know some tiles, uh, when you buy them, you open up the box, you start spreading them out. They're very similar in shade variation, and some have a lot of craziness to them. Yeah. How does one sort of keep on top of that? Like, what's um, what we do uh, on all of our boards, we'll mark down kind of what the variation rating would be. Right. So for us, it could be anywhere from one, which is not much variation, up to a four, which is high variation. Mm -hmm. um, we do try to recommend customers visit our website and look at room scenes. Because uh, you have a phenomenal room brand new website, yeah, and it's they've added tons in there. Uh, another thing that we've added as well, if customers want to see multiple tiles or even 
see light going over one tile, we've added light beams technology to our website. So what we've done is actually take a tile, um, took a picture of it both flat and on an angle, and you're able to use your cursor and run it across the tile. It'll draw light across the tile, and it shows you all the variation, it shows you texture. Um, the next phase on that will be to have it so they can take that technology and load it into renderings. So for designers and architects and things like that, that's going to be a game changer for sure. Yeah. Um, so those are things a person can do. If you've seen the board, you think you like it, you're not 100% sure, go check out our website. We've got lots of tools there that will show you those things like the variation and the, uh, the texture. That, that so, is phenomenal. Not yeah. only, I guess, at the forefront of technology for the tile, but technology period to show tile. Yeah. So what is the website again? Uh, website is saratech.com. Nice and simple there. When you go into the website, we've got some easy navigation tools. You go to the top, you pick tiles or vinyl. When you go into tiles, we've got it subdivided into sections that say, you know, geometric tile, uh, wood grain looks, uh, concrete looks, things like that. So you don't have to necessarily know the name of the tile that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to know the look, and then it'll subdivide it into six or eight tiles that fit that category. So nice and user-friendly, big improvement over what uh, what used to be out there. So, I guess the really yeah. nice thing is you can always look at home, right? You start that process, sort of whittle it down to where you want it to be yeah. because of the great visuals, because of the, the like yeah. technology. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And there are occasions where we, we do our best to give a good sampling here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't have absolutely everything. You may find something, and you can certainly get it coming into to GR flooring. Yeah, just I have believe it's always been great just pick up the phone call, send a quick email, we seem to have it within a couple of days and yep. all seems to be good. Say something about sizes, like size popular. Size doesn't matter, keep going. <laughs> That's for the blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh, yeah, no, I'm red. Great. Uh, uh, PEI rating? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I know you mentioned that one. Mm -hmm. uh, PEI rating is basically the hardness of the glaze on the tile. Mm -hmm. uh, PEI is the Porcelain Enamel Institute. They're the ones that actually do the testing on it. Uh, Through-body porcelain tiles that we talked about earlier right. don't actually get a PEI rating because they they are basically the same color all the way through the tile. It's not a surface glaze. PEI ratings only refer to a surface glaze. So you can have matte finish, you can have polished finishes, um, th they may have a glaze on them. What they do is a process where they actually try to damage the tile right. and it's the amount of effort it takes to damage the tile that sets up the rating. So a PEI of one would be something you'd typically see on a wall tile where it's not going to get a lot of heavy traffic or aggressive movement over it unless you're really cleaning hard. <laughs> um, PEI 2 would be one that you might see, say, like we were saying with a, a ceramic tile in a bathroom. It's good enough for that small area, but probably not a high traffic area. Um, and again, it goes all the way up to a PEI 5, which would be something you'd recommend for heavy commercial, right. um, more institutional settings. So again, it, uh, it varies a little. We do typically try to put all those ratings onto our boards, and that information is also available on the websites as well. So. <coughs> So yeah, different sizes available, different colors available. Yeah. So here, PEI 3. So that tells us this tile would be good for most residential 
settings. Probably not something you'd want to use in a uh, foyer of an office building where you have a thousand people coming through an hour. Um, but good enough if you've got three or four people in the house walking on it regularly. So. Or, you know, you could still put in the thousand person a day and we just change the tell every year. Yeah, I have no problems with that, right? No, that's okay. Hey, it's a win win. It's good for both. Win win, yeah. lose. Ah, there <laughs> you go. Uh, <clears throat> so you mentioned on there that you have a sort of separate into two different categories. You also are starting to do vinyl. Mm -hmm. How's that working out for you guys so far? Uh, we've, we've had quite a bit of success here with our Echo flooring line. Mm -hmm. uh, our Echo LVP is something we brought out probably about three four years ago. They first introduced it. Uh, we had a number of different SKUs. Uh, it was a little confusing, probably wasn't what it needed to be. So fortunately we had some forward-thinking leadership that just said this isn't working and they stopped it. Uh, we retooled the whole line. We switched to uh, SPC core on our Click product, um, but it's a little different than some of the other SPCs out there. We call it EFS, which is Engineered, Flexible, and Stable. Okay. Basically, it's an SPC core with layers of vinyl on the bottom and on the top. So basically, you've got about six layers all together. You've got your IXP um, foam backing. Uh, you've got a layer of vinyl. You've got SPC, another layer of vinyl. Then you've got your print, and then you've got your uh, scratch-resistant coating. So what that does, what why we went to an EFS and the SPC core, SPC is generally a little bit more stable than some WPCs. And by stable, I mean it's more resistant to changes in temperature, um, things like that. So we've got the stability of an SPC, but the reason we put the vinyl on both sides is to allow it a little bit of flexibility to contour to a floor. Uh, most floors, most substrates aren't really as straight as you would think or as flat. Um, by having a click product that's a little bit more flexible, it puts less strain on the click joint itself. We use a 5G click system, which is pretty, pretty aggressive. Um, but if you had a really rigid product and you're stepping on it and there's a bit of a hollow spot underneath, you're either going to get a loud clacking noise or you're eventually going to move it enough that you're going to crack that, that joint. So again, uh, EFS helps us with both of those issues. So, yeah. Actually, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that. I had breakfast with another company this morning, and they were telling me how they had come out with a product, and it worked. It would work great when you exactly follow those rules. But I think yeah. tolerance was like three sixteenths of an inch over eight feet. Yeah. Uh, no floor is ever going to be that, right? So it's yeah. not the reality of the market. So of yeah. course it failed. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's our that's our EFS. That's our Click product. We also have a line uh, which has the exact same colors which is our Echo Pro series. Uh, the Echo Pro is a 3 mil glue-down vinyl product, uh, similar in a lot of ways to a lot of other ones that are out there. We do put a little bit of detailing into ours, though, on the EFS and on the Pro. Uh, they're all beveled edges, and they're a painted bevel edge. So if you wanted to grout the 3 mil one, you can do it. Uh, don't typically have a lot of people that do, but you can, because you don't have to worry about the, the black of the vinyl showing on the side there. So. Um, again, both are, are doing fairly well for us. We were one of the last ones to the market, so we're playing a little bit of catch up, but uh, I think we've had a lot of success so far. Good. Yeah. What else? Uh, in floor heating? Put it under every single kind of tile, or is it just certain kind of tile? Or every tile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
What I would say is you can put it under every every uh, type of tile. Uh, the only thing I would say is make sure you're following the manufacturer's instructions on that. Some of them are very specific about the types of mortars to use and the waterproofing and things like that. So um, definitely you could put the tile on top of it as long as you're doing everything right below it. <laughs> so. exactly. Now the big thing I, I really like is using one of the uncoupling membranes with the system. Yeah. Just we have so much shifting, right? It's just yeah. it, against the reality of the marketplace. Yeah. Adds more cost to it, but yeah. hopefully provides a little bit better when, it, when there's yeah. an issue. And especially as we're starting to see more and more large format the tiles being used, uh, you're definitely going to want to be using those uncoupling membranes, whether you have a heating system or not. Yeah. It's just nice insurance to know that you've got that covered. So if the floor concrete cracks, it's not going all the way through the tile. So. Yeah. At what point would you suggest size-wise to start using one of those uncoupling numbers? Uh, you, you can use them as small as, you know, 8 by 8 if you wanted to, but right. I, would, I would say I would definitely start using them when I'm doing 24 by 24 and up, right. um, or even an 18 by 36. Anything a little bit bigger than a 1224, I would consider using some kind of uncoupling membrane. So, so yeah, and I'm, same thing. Anything over 1224, yeah. use one. I think that's good for now. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you okay. so much. Do you want me to turn the microphone on now? <laughs>